Alright, what is going on everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome here to episode 5 of the Triple Option Podcast. We're really excited to be bringing you our 2023 free agency grades. What's up guys? Hey Matt. Hey Tom. Yeah, so we're really excited to be giving you guys our grades. We're going to go through each team. We're going to incorporate some of the trades that went down. So Stephon Gilmore and Brandon Cooks to the Cowboys. We're going to talk about Jalen Ramsey to Miami, Darren Waller to the Giants. DeAndre Hopkins hasn't been traded yet. We're also going to kind of consider Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Technically, hasn't been traded, but uh, we know that he's probably going to end up as a Jet unless some of us disagree. So yeah, we're going to go through each team, give a letter grade. Uh, anything you guys want to mention before we get into this, or do you guys want to hop right in? No, it's up in. Yeah, okay. Do it. okay. So we'll start off with the Arizona, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. They didn't have too big of a offseason, um, or excuse me, a free agency class. We know that they cleared house with their uh, general management. They got a new GM, new head coach. Uh, Kyle Murray is most likely going to miss half the season, um, give or take, next year. So they didn't do too much. They ended up with Kelvin Beecham, was their biggest free agency signing, two years, 15 mil. They got Will Hernandez, Kazir White, Corey Clement. Matt Prater, Zeke Turner, a lot of short year deals too, one year, two years. I'm going to give the Cardinals, honestly, a, a D plus. They didn't do much in free agency. I don't think they have a lot of optimism going into their season next year. We'll see what they do in the top end of the draft. Do you guys give anything higher to the Cardinals in free agency? No, I give it a little higher. Very quiet off season. I mean, I, I had them at C minus, so fair enough. Okay. Yeah, Don, I don't think they were get? expected to do much, so I think a C is a little better. I mean, yeah, they didn't sign anybody, but I didn't think they were expected to. So, I'm not gonna. All right, yeah, maybe that. maybe I'm a little too harsh here with with the uh, the the D plus, but maybe I'm gonna be harsh greater here. Uh, Dom, you want to give us the Falcons here? Yeah, sure. So I'll jump into the Falcons. I nailed my number one prediction. Jesse Bates the third went to the Falcons, four years, sixty four mil. He'll be the star of their secondary now. Um, they also shored up their old line by retaining Chris Lindstrom. He got a big deal, I believe the highest paid guard in NFL history now at $21 million a year. So that's a pretty big contract for him. And they also signed Taylor Heineke. We'll have to see if he takes over as the starter or if he is the starter right to uh, start the season. It's going to be him and Desmond Ritter. So it's going to be a very interesting quarterback battle. Uh, for the Falcons, I'd probably give them a B plus, honestly. Like they hit their needs and they're not really tied financially um, to Heineke. It's kind of a cheaper deal. They fix the defense, fix the O line. I think it's a pretty good start for them. I'll go with the the B plus. Yeah, I was gonna give. I'll give them a B plus as well. I think like if they maybe address quarterback in some other way, because like I don't know if I trust Ritter or Heineke, I would go maybe into the A's. But adding Lindstrom, adding Bates, um, they got some pieces around their guys. I, I like their uh, their free agency class as well. Yeah, I actually had my B plus as well. So, <clears throat> okay, all right. Uh, Baltimore didn't do too much. Uh, Tom, if you want to mention, like, obviously there's the big thing with Lamar Jackson. Technically, he got a, a franchise tag, but we'll see if he's a Raven next year. Yeah, I mean, uh, right now I have them as honestly like as an F because they have really done next to nothing in terms of free agency, and they're about to lose Lamar. So we have no idea what they're going to look like week one. Uh, so that's pretty much why I just put him at F for now. If they get a really good package for Lamar and he just was never going to play there anyway and they got a good uh, return, could very it could jump in, like, into the Bs, honestly, if they wound up getting a really good deal out of it. Yeah, it's definitely like a thing like just looming over them. Like, they added like, Trayvon Mullen, Justice Hill, Nick Moore, a couple under-the-radar signings. We'll see how they're even going to pan out next year. I think, yeah, it's like a questionable grade because like, we'll see what, what's going on with Lamar. I'm going to give them just a C because I think there is that big like thing. Like, is Lamar even going to be their quarterback next year? Uh, I think if he's not their quarterback next year, I might even drop it. But if they re-sign him, it could be higher. So I'm going to go C. Yeah, a lot of yeah, small contracts. So I guess uh, they're... Sorry, Tom, you go. No, I was, just, I was just saying I, would, I uh, bought a small contracts as well. So, Yeah, I was going to say, I was just going to leave their grade as incomplete right now because their biggest, big-name star hasn't signed yet, so that's kind of everything that matters. So I'm going to leave it at incomplete. <laughs> I'll be that Yeah, they're, they're a tough one to grade at. Uh, we got Buffalo, who had a little bit more of an exciting off or free agency. They got Jordan Poyer, brought him back on a two-year deal, and Kyle Allen just had the Allen quarterback. Uh, field there. They got Connor McGovern on a three-year deal. Uh, they added Sam Martin, Tyler Matakiewicz, shout out Temple, uh, Deontay Hardy, uh, Sam Martin, and then they re-signed Matt Milano to a two-year deal. I like this offseason for the Bills. They weren't going to be able to retain everybody uh, just due to them paying Diggs and Allen and Von Miller, all this money. I'm going to give them, uh, honestly, I'm going to give them a B plus. I, I like what they did. I didn't think they got worse. Uh, I think they're going to be pretty much hovering around the same. Tom, what'd you give Buffalo? Uh, B minus, yeah. A lot of... Uh... You know, they retained a few guys and uh, on pretty good deals. So, brought in Connor McGovern, like you said. 
pretty decent um, offseason overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a B minus just because they retained their guys that they kept and they didn't really add too too many guys that are really uh, game changers that bring them to the next level that they're so desperately trying to reach. Yeah, yeah. we had a, we had a big spender with the Panthers, Dom. I, I, what, what do you got for them? Yeah, so I'll start first. Um, they got a new quarterback, at least for now. <laughs> Andy Dalton signed there. He'll probably mentor whoever they take first overall, um, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, whoever it is. Uh, big running back in the backfield now. They got Miles Sanders coming down from Philly. A nice four-year deal, not too much money, which is pretty good for the running back market. Uh, they also mm-hmm. signed Von Bell, who left the Bengals, and um, Hayden Hurst, also from the Bengals. So they got two Bengals joining their team, so it's always good to get that playoff experience with them. Honestly, I kind of love what the Panthers did. I'm going to give them an A-, minus simply because I think they really shored up a few things. I mean, when they made the trade with the Bears, a lot of people were looking around like they don't have a running back, they don't have any receivers. They at least got a veteran quarterback. They at least got a veteran running back. Like They got some pieces there now that can really help the young quarterback that they draft. Yeah, I love what they did as well, just adding pieces around there. They're definitely going to have to add another receiver or two to join either Stroud or Young, like you mentioned. I love the Julian Love signing, like a two-year $12 million. I thought was good value for him. Tom might have a little bit to say uh, him leaving the Giants. I'm going to give them an A-. minus. Also, I-, I like what they did. I actually like the trade-up to number one more than some other people did. I think even giving up DJ Moore wasn't the end of the world due to his cap hit in a year later, and I'd rather have traded him than a 2025 or six first. So yeah, I- I'm giving them an A-. minus. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving them an A. Like, when you trade up from 9 to 1, it was a, a really good deal. He only gave up, what, one future first, as well as pick 9, um, and a future second, and DJ Moore, was that the whole package? That's not a lot at all for getting the first uh, overall pick when, like, you now could draft Anthony Richardson if you want to. Like, it's kind of uh, a really good package, in, in my opinion, there. And like you said, Julian Love. Julian Love's good. Um He's, you know, he's no Jesse Bates, but solid piece. So, mm-hmm. good spot for Carolina. They're getting the rebuild on track. And I, I and I finally hit on Miles Sanders. Finally got a free agency prediction. I got I got <laughs> correct because I was having a tough start, but Miles Sanders was a, was was a uh, correct for me. There we go. There we go. Uh, bring us into Chicago, who we all knew was going to spend probably the most money this offseason due to them having the most cap. Um, the thing with the Bears is like. I, 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 they're not an A in my opinion because the the biggest thing with them, one they I don't like I should have with his I don't I don't think they got that good of a package return for the first overall pick and they don't have as much draft capital as you would think they would for a team that just traded the first overall pick like they never had a second round pick so what did they netted DJ Moore okay so um, obviously very solid for uh, Justin Fields but their draft uh, capital situation is not as good as uh, I thought it was going to be and. They have a lot of money that is spent in free They had a lot of big names, but they don't really have like too much homegrown talent that is um, like part of their core, which is kind of hard for like a, a super rebuilding team like them to really uh, take the next step when you don't really have the guys that are that were drafted by your team originally. So, what would you would you give them? I'm gonna have them at, at a B. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to push back a little bit on that. I actually kind of like the trade more for them in the short term because I think DJ Moore can help out Fields so much. And them getting a first-round pick in a few years from now instead of DJ Moore doesn't really help out Fields right now. Um, so I, I like that for them. Adding Tremaine Edmonds, a huge signing. Four years, $72 million. Uh, I think it was a little bit like oh, it's a lot for Edmonds. And then you can go back to the whole Rokon Smith thing if they if they wanted to keep him originally. I like them giving or giving three years to Nate Davis. They could share up that interior O-line. TJ Edwards was a nice signing over from Philly as well. They got some more yeah. quarterback depth than P.J. Walker, Robert Tunyon, Donta Foreman, a couple other kind of uh, fill-in players right there. So I'm going to give the Bears a B plus. Um, I didn't love it, um, what they were going to do with all this cap space. I did like the trade down because it was like it, they definitely needed to do that to get the assets. I like them getting more. Free agency, B plus. Uh, Don, what do you have for them? Yeah, I'm going to agree with you with the B plus. Simply, I think you kind of already hit on it. Yes, they had a lot of money, but who knows if they really spent it wisely. It seems like they just saw a free agent kind of threw some money at them. They still got good players, though, so that's why I still think it's a B plus. Um, no one mentioned it yet, but they did lose Montgomery and then replaced him with mm-hmm. Foreman, which I don't think is a huge drop-off. It did save them some money due to the contract that Montgomery got. So overall, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but it will, is something that we'll have to look at for them next year. 
Yeah, I was surprised they didn't bring back Montgomery, but I guess they had Khalil Herbert right there. They didn't really need to. So we'll go on to uh, Cincinnati, who I think originally them losing like Von Bell, them uh, losing Jesse Bates. It was not looking good for them. They ended up with Trent Taylor, Michael Thomas, the safety, Travion Williams. They brought in um, or uh, they signed Jermaine Pratt, three years, 21 million. And then it's like, okay, this Bengals like team definitely got worse. But then they go out, they give 64 million to Orlando Brown, the best offensive lineman on the market. Uh, Joe Burrow desperately needs offensive line help. He's uh, needed that since they got there. I think it salvaged their free agency. I'm going to give it a B. Uh, I thought it was on its way to being below a C before the Brown signing. So the Brown signing definitely saved them. Uh, Tom, what did you have for them? Yeah, pretty spot on. You get the nail on the head. Um, a lot of good points there. Would you, what grade are you giving them? I have at a B, at a B minus because the Orlando Brown deal uh, put them back into there, but their secondary is pretty shaky now. And they also don't have Eli Apple anymore. So it's going to be a lot of... Uh, a lot of missed skill there to uh, to pick up. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to go like DB in this draft because it's a loaded. Uh, Dom, what did you give this? Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to go a little higher than you guys. I'm going to go with a B plus just because Orlando Brown for only 16 mil a year is a steal of a contract in my opinion. That was their biggest need by far. Yes, they did lose Hayden Hurst and both their safety, so that's what they're going to have to focus on in the draft. But from a free agent standpoint, to get the best offensive tackle that was available for only 16 mil a year in today's market, I think is pretty good and warrants a higher grade. Yeah, uh, I, I saw that uh, Orlando Brown got like a massive offer from the Chiefs last year. He could have got like over $100 million and he turned it down, so mm-hmm. we kind of fumbled the bag on that one. Uh, we'll move on to Cleveland, who always kind of does something in the offseason. They restructured Watson's contract. Uh, Dom, give us what Cleveland did. Yeah, Watson restructured his contract. I don't even know how, how that physically works because it's all guaranteed money so I don't know how they move that around but his cap hit I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head I think his cap hit went from like 50 down to 20 or something like that Yeah. again salary cap is just not real in the NFL we'll get to it later (laughs) with the Saints again obviously Um, but the Browns you know they made some good signings they got Dalvin Tomlinson to shore up their D-line he's the biggest name they signed by far also on the D-line they got Oboe Ako I don't even know how to say his name I'm going to be Quite frank with you guys, Oklahoma. I have no idea how to pronounce it. <laughs> but he got a pretty good deal to play DN. I know he's a pretty solid player. And they also got uh, Juan Thornhill to play safety, which should be good for them, especially with uh, Joe Burrow and Mitch Trubisky in their division. They need that good secondary. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I, uh, overall for the Browns, I mean, I don't think they did too much. I'm just going to go with the C plus. I think it was not too eventful besides those uh, three Seems defensive players. C plus as well. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a B. I like the defensive additions that they had, and I didn't really think they were gonna have much cap space. And I would have liked to see them maybe look at receiver, uh, just to give another guy around Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples Jones. But maybe they'll look into that. I mean, not in the first round, so they since they gave up that pick for Watson. So I'm gonna give them a B just because I like the defensive additions. Uh, Tom uh, Dallas had a pretty eventful off season. Very much so. I actually had them at an A. They finally got rid of. Uh the Z contract or what they could have at this time. Um, mm-hmm. Tag Pollard, he's plugging one of getting um, a deal worked out probably this offseason. And they traded for Cooks, traded for Gilmore while not giving up much draft capital. They had a really, really, really good offseason. Yeah, I'm going to give them an A as well. I like what they did. I'm glad they just kind of, like, they finally just cut Zeke. Uh, Donovan Wilson, I like that, uh, bringing him in um, as a safety, trading for Gilmore, so you sure up that secondary a little bit. We'll see what they do in the draft as well. I like giving up, like, a late pick for Brandon Cooks because it's a low-risk, possibly high-reward trade. So, yeah, yeah, I'm giving them an A. What about you, Dom? Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think the Brandon Cooks trade is insane. I mean, yes, I know the way that contract trading works they give up a, like a fifth and a sixth so people look at it think it's worth nothing and cooks has a high cap it but people forget how young he is and just how good he is i think he's gonna thrive yeah, he's in good. that offense yeah they just need a quarterback now <laughs> yeah so their quarterback's not changing anytime soon we'll move on to denver who i didn't think was going to be spending this much money in free agency i love that they invested a lot of money into their o-line giving ben powers four years 52 million giving mike mcglinchey over from san fran a massive deal five years 87 mil that could definitely work out and definitely can't work out so we'll see what goes on added alex singleton they gave zach allen a ton of money i thought that was a little bit of an overpay i was hoping my Steelers were going to get him eventually some other signings as well brought in jared Sidham as a backup quarterback i'm going to give the broncos Honestly, I'm going to give them an A-. minus. I just like that they added some guys around um, Russell Wilson. I think uh, my grade could change um, if you if we incorporate a potential Sutton or Judy trade, which I don't think they should do, but we'll see if that ends up happening. I, I like what Denver did, at least adding on the O-line. I like uh, Alex Singleton and Zach Allen as well, just those additions. Uh, so maybe I'm a little bit high on their offseason than other people. Tom, would you give them? I had them in a B plus. One thing you brought up, 
in like two years when when they have to pay Patrick Patrick Sertan, and I'm sure, I think if one of the two get traded, it's going to be Judy. But say he doesn't get traded, like you have to pay him as well. <clears throat> and Russ still has those insanely high cap hits for the next like four years. Mm-hmm. Those big contracts they're they're giving out now could wind up coming back to bite him a little bit. But we'll see. No, that's a good way to look at it. What about you, Dom? I mean, I actually love the Broncos. Uh, free agency class so far. I'm honestly tempted to just give an A plus in the short term. I feel like some team needs to get an A plus. They signed two great offensive linemen, like you said. They shored up their defensive line. Like I don't know how much more they could have done. And Tom, you mentioned in the future if they had to pay other guys, I'm sure these contracts can just get cut in two or three years anyway, and they'll just move on somehow. Yeah. So I think short term, if we have to give a team an A plus, I think the Broncos are one of the few teams that might get one, in my opinion. Yeah. Damn, you're riding. We ride. I mean, you get a stud at right tackle and a stud at interior offensive lineman. I mean, that's got to help Russ. And if it doesn't, then Russ is officially washed. Yeah, <laughs> got to let. I guess they're, they're still in win now mode, obviously, because they, they gave they gave all the draft capital up for Russ and they gave him the big contract. So you know they're they're they're, yeah. they're going all in. I guess gave up a first for Peyton. That's why I know they're going to eventually have to pay Judy, and you should get something for him. But like, I don't know. I, I think it'd be silly to trade him at this point. Just like he can, you can move him at the deadline if if you're. Um, not doing as well next year. And I, uh, I guess you're worried about him getting hurt, but we'll move on from Denver. We all like kind of their free agency class. Dom, uh, bring us into Detroit. Yeah, so Detroit, I mentioned it earlier, they signed David Montgomery at running back, which I don't fully understand with DeAndre Swift. I guess they just don't want to commit to they him. They don't but like Swift. <laughs> they just don't like Swift, I guess. Uh, they, their big defensive sign, they got Cam Sutton from your Pittsburgh Steelers, three years, Very 33 mil. I know you think he's worth more than that. I know you wish the Steelers could have gave him that contract. I know. I thought, like, 33 mil. I thought he was going to get a little bit more. Yeah, I was upset about so, it. I mean, I mean, based on that, I feel like that helps their grade, but the paying Montgomery when you have Swift, I don't fully understand. So I'm going to give them a B- minus because they did hit on a lot of defensive positions, but I don't fully understand the offensive side of it. Yeah, I'm going to give them a, a B plus. I liked it. I think Sutton for three years, 33 mil is great. Then bringing back Alex Anzalone, um, three years, 18 mil, I thought was needed as well. They really showed up the defense going and getting Isaiah Bugs, Emmanuel Mosley, John Kaminsky. Just, uh, I like to see them investing into their defense, and we'll see if they do that with one or not both of their first-round picks because they have good receivers. They have good running backs now. Um, Goff is going to be their guy next year, it seems like. So I, I like what the Lions did this offseason. What about you, Tom? Yeah, I think the Lions had. I give them a B plus. I think they had a, a, a really solid offseason, and the drafts. They have a ton of draft capital, and the draft is still coming, so they could have a really uh, good uh, good defense. Ugh, I'm sorry, <laughs> good defense. They could have a really good defense. Um, week one next year. All right. So next up, uh, we have Green Bay, and personally, I don't have a grade for them right now until I see what happens for Rodgers because they didn't make any crazy moves. Um, and this could be either way less than we think is going to be included in the trade package. It could be like probably like a, a second and a couple mid-round picks or we've seen reports now where they want like multiple firsts. So I have no idea what this trade is going to look like. So I'm going to give them in, uh, a no grade for right now. Gotcha. Dom, are you incomplete as well or do you have a grade for them? I mean, I feel like it has to be incomplete just because they haven't done anything. So, I mean, if we want to say they haven't done anything, we'll just give them an F. Like, they haven't yeah. re-signed anyone. They've only signed three guys so far, none of which are really noteworthy. Um, so, it's either incomplete or an F, in my opinion. And, and uh, I'd rather wait to see what happens with Rodgers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to – I'm just going to give them a D. Like, yeah, they didn't really add much. Rudy Ford, Jake Hansen, uh, Keyshawn Nixon, nothing too crazy there. They lost Lazard, as you mentioned. They're going to trade away Aaron Rodgers. I'm excited to watch Jordan Love next year. It's a D. I don't think the Rodgers even uh, – that trade is going to really mean much because they probably should have did that trade last offseason where they could have got a little bit more, but they didn't. So, yeah, I'm giving them a D. Uh, I'll bring us into Houston, who had a pretty eventful offseason or uh, free agency, I should say, because they did have a lot of cap space. Robert Woods there on a two-year deal. Jimmy Ward, MJ Stewart, Case Keenum there to probably be the backup to either Bryce Young or Stroud. Uh, Hassan Ridgeway, Chase Winovich, shout out Michigan. Uh, they brought in uh, Shaq Mason via trade from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Love that. I'm going to give them, though, a B. I didn't think that they used all this money the way I thought they were going to do, like a one-year $10.5 million deal to Sheldon Rankins, which was basically like 10% of their cap space that they had going into free agency. So it's a B. They got a lot of talent coming in. Nothing too crazy. I don't love it. Uh, Dom, what do you have for the Texans? I'm going to agree with you simply because the Texans were so bad last year that they just needed new guys in, into their team and into their system. So hopefully this helps them out. 
Um, I really do like the Jimmy Ward signing coming over mm-hmm. from San Fran, so I think that should help their secondary. Tom, what do you have? Yeah, I had him as a B minus, and I think that you guys brought some good points there. The Woods contract is decent. You gotta worry about how much he may have left in the tank. He has the ACL, and he didn't look as explosive uh, last year as he did when he was with the Rams. So he's gonna replace Cooks, and hopefully the new quarterback will get some rapport with him. Yeah, and I think like a lot of two-year deals and one-year deals, they didn't really lock themselves in any potential bad contracts in the future, which is good. Dom, uh, bring us into the Colts. Yeah, so the Colts' biggest move was probably trading away Gilmore. Uh, we touched on that before with the Cowboys. They re-signed Matt Gay, gave him a huge deal for a kicker, four years, 22 mil. Um, they also um, signed Garner Minshew they- to... Again, I assume mentor their quarterback. I don't. He's not really a veteran, so I don't know if he's gonna like mentor uh, whoever they draft. And uh, they got a few pieces on defense. EJ Speed is just a great name. Two years, eight mil. Like he'll probably play better than that <laughs> simply based on his name. Uh, I'm gonna give the Colts a B minus just because I don't think they fully did much, but they did get some pieces that I think will help the team. Yeah, I'm giving them. Uh, I think I'm gonna give them a C minus. Uh, too. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I just didn't love, like, I mean, Matt Gage, four years, $22 million. It seemed like kind of a lot for a kicker. Samsung, book him. They gave about $27 million to over three years. We'll see what they do in the draft if they end up with Richardson or, or Levis as their quarterback next year. We assume it's going to be one of the two. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't really love their free agency. Uh, Tom, would you give them? Yeah, I actually had, I had them at a D. Um, and I think you pretty much at the nail on the head there. I don't really uh, love too many of their free agency signings. However, EJ Speed, awesome name. That is correct, Tom, and um, probably going to wind up, like you said, with Levis, or AR-15 is probably going to be gone by then, but... Yeah, so uh, we'll go over to Jacksonville, staying in the AFC South. They franchise tagged Evan Ingram. I like that, just uh, keeping him around to be the tight end option for Trevor Lawrence. They gave uh, Roy Robertson-Harris three years, 30 mil, Andrew Wingard, TJ Beathard, a couple other smaller signings. Uh, They had all their cap space last year, which they spend headlined by Christian Kirk. Um, They're going to have their first round pick in this draft, so we're going to see if they're going to add maybe to their old line to help protect Trevor Lawrence. I didn't think it was anything crazy, but we've seen crazy off-seasons from the, uh, the, or free agencies from the Jaguars before and sometimes they don't work out. I'm going to give them a solid B. I don't think they did anything too crazy or too detrimental to their future. Uh, Tom, would you give them? Yeah, I, I, had, I had them at a B-, and uh, I do like the Ingram franchise tag. Uh, he seems to have found a really nice spot there in Jacksonville. He likes it over there. He's playing very well, much more, much better than what I saw from him in 2021. Um, and there seems like they're spending, like they know they're going to have to pay Trevor Lawrence and it could be $60 million by in two years when he gets the extension. They spent big last offseason, uh, worked out really well. So I think they're, uh, they did, a, they did a, a good job. Just, you know, not too many crazy signings to, you know, judge them off of, but I think they're doing a good job. Yeah, and uh, they, they lost Jawan Taylor as well, so I guess we have to incorporate that um, yeah. maybe into our grade as well. Uh, Dom, were you higher on them or about the same? No, I'm lower because of what you just mentioned. They lost yeah. their starting left tackle in Juwan Taylor. I mean, if you lose, if you lose your starting tackle with that team, like that's a big blow. And they didn't really sign anyone, in my opinion, that makes them a better team. You mentioned all their capitals last year, but they still, in my opinion, didn't really improve this year. So I'm just gonna leave it at a C for them. Nah, I, I get that reasoning. I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Tom, or excuse me, Dom, bring us into Kansas City. Yeah, so I just mentioned the Jaguars lost Jawan Taylor. Well, the Chiefs signed Jawan <laughs> Taylor. They gave him four years, 80 mil, which was more than Orlando Brown. Are you guys surprised by that? Because that kind of threw me off. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a little surprised by it, but I will say that, you know what? No, nah, I'm not really surprised by it. I, I think, you know, Brown did, he did still get a lot of money. And do you remember, and, and Brown, he signed after Taylor, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs yeah, moved on, so. I guess, before... Yeah. Yeah. But I think just because the big contract talk and his name was around like that hundred plus million dollar extension that the Chiefs were going to offer him last year. And I think, like Matt said before, I think he really just kind of fumbled the bag. So I think his value was lower than a lot of people expected. Yeah. I guess it's because he's younger as well. Yeah. So overall, uh, I think the Chiefs were fine because they lost, they lost Orlando Brown. That was their big key, big piece. Can they get a tackle that still works in their system? They got Juwan Taylor. I think that's great. They signed some depth on defense, and overall, I'm just going to give them a B, simply because they retained their top tackle and fixed up a few uh, weak points. 
I'm yeah. going to go B as well. Yeah, getting Teller. Uh, nice replacement to Orlando Brown. Yeah, I have him at a B. They did lose Juju, but they lost Tyreek Hill last year, won the Super Bowl, so I think they'll probably uh, survive. Yeah, they could have us out there with Patrick Mahomes, and we'd probably do all right. <laughs> so we'll go on to uh, division rival for them. The Raiders, uh, pretty eventful free agency, uh, bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo to be their next quarterback, um, just under $70 million. Um, plus, yeah, he's going to start for them. We'll see if they still go quarterback in the draft or not. They tagged uh, Josh Jacobs as well, brought in kind of some of the uh, cheaper signings in like Robert Spillane from the Steelers. Good luck with him. Not very good. Um, brought in Amir Abdullah, uh, Brandon Parker, Marcus Epps, uh, and then they brought in Jacoby Myers. So they definitely, like, we, we were actually talking about it before the Waller trade because uh, we can incorporate that into here. Like, they would have a top, like, receiving set in the league you'd have waller jacoby myers Devonte adams hunter renfro uh pretty good weapons for jimmy g uh i think like the Waller, i guess just the relationship was just too messed up with him and mcdaniel so they had to move him because i would have liked to see him with this uh team here so i'm gonna give the raiders a b plus uh, i like jimmy g i think he's not much different from Carr. now i think maybe i would have gone into um no i'm changing it. i'm going to b i think i would have probably given them a higher grade if they were able to get something for Carr because i don't think jimmy g and Carr are too much um different as quarterbacks so the margin loss would been that um high there so yeah i'm gonna go with a b to the raiders tom would you give them yeah i'm gonna give them a b as well but i do think Devontae adams seems a little unhappy with the recent events with the raiders so that's something to watch for um jacobs is back on the franchise tag we thought i think all three of us probably did, thought he was he was gone like mm-hmm. thousand percent i was like there's no way he's raider next year when him and Carr kind of both at the same time announced like we're not going to be back next year but Wound up uh, keeping it, which is good. And one thing I do want to bring up, the Jacoby Myers contract, that was the first wide receiver, like big wide receiver contract, I think. And that was like a little lower than I expected. I think we all were probably expecting like in like the 15, 16 million range for Jacoby Myers. But mm-hmm. that kind of reset the market a little because Juju got Juju got more than I would have thought. I thought he was going to get like three for 25-ish, but he got three for 33 as well. Same exact deal. So... Definitely uh, interesting to see how the wide receiver market's going to wind up going. Because I thought, like, with Kenny Galladay's huge contract and then the next season, Tyreek Hill and Adams getting their huge deals, I thought it was going to keep going up, but guess not. Yeah, you touched on it, Tom. I think the Jacoby Myers deal, like, that blew my mind when I first saw it. I really thought that he was going to get closer to 20 mil, to be honest. I mean, Christian Kirk last year got, like, 20 mil out of nowhere, so I thought it was just going to become, like, the new standard where a top wide receiver yeah. that you don't expect just gets the 20 mil. So I love that deal. Uh, the Jimmy G deal, deal just kind of seems like a bridge deal. Like, again, not really that much different from Carr. So I'm fine with it. As long as they build a good team around him, he can bring a team to a Super Bowl. He's done it before. You give him a good defense with good offensive weapons, he can do it. So I'm fine with that in the short term. Uh, also because of where they are in the draft, I don't think they were going to get a top quarterback. So I think this is fine for the short term. Um, and then they just signed a few bunch of other small pieces, nothing too crazy. I'm going to just leave it at a B just because if this Jimmy G doesn't work, it might backfire. And I think paying Josh Jacobs, if they do pay him uh, beyond the franchise tag, I think would be a mistake in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom, would you give them? What was your grade? I gave him a B minus, I believe I said. Okay. And Dom, would you say? Uh, just a B. B. Okay. Yeah. We're pretty much all the same on the Raiders. Uh, Dom, you want to stick in the uh, the AFC West with the uh, Chargers? Yeah, so the Chargers, I think the biggest thing with them was that they decided not to cut Keenan Allen. We've touched on it a little mm-hmm. bit earlier. He had a cap hit that they might cut, but they did keep him, which I do like. Uh, they signed a new tackle for Justin Herbert. They signed uh, Trey Pippins the third. Pretty solid deal. He'll, I assume, be starting on the opposite side of uh, Slater next year. They got Eric Kendricks, a great veteran for that defensive team, and they need all the defense they can get in the AFC West. Um, overall, though, they didn't really do much besides that, but I don't think they really had much cap space to work with in the beginning anyway, so I'm just going to, again, give this another AFC West team a B here. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm going to also go B. We'll see. I'm sure our grades would change a little bit if we incorporate a uh, potential Eckler trade. We'll see where he ends up. Uh, we know that he requested a trade. Maybe he doesn't even end up getting traded. Maybe a deal gets worked out or he's just playing on the same contract he has going into next year, so I'm going to go B as well. Yeah, I, I had him at C+, plus, but the, you guys are bringing up the points, and I think maybe it's a little harsh, so I'll bump him up to B-, minus. I'll meet in the middle. <laughs> uh, Tom, talk about the LA, uh, the other LA team. Uh, I think they are going to go full rebuild. Uh, Jalen mm-hmm. Ramsey's gone, and they did not make any significant moves, and I think McVay and the that front office probably know that the window is closing. Um, the, the NFC is much weaker than the AFC, 
but we'll see how Stafford comes back this year. But I think if if they run it back this year and either Cup gets hurt again or, or Stafford gets hurt again, they're gonna say, okay, it's you know we went all in, we got our ring, but now it's you know regroup. Yeah, I'm gonna get them. If it's a free agency grade, it's an F. I mean, they're so screwed yeah. with the cap situation right now. Um, and like you said, they should probably go full rebuild. Like, uh, I guess keep Stafford because you're not really looking to move Stafford. But see if you can get two first round picks for Cup, which you probably could. You could probably get two first round picks for Aaron Donald as well. Just uh, recoup those assets. This is a yeah. lost year, and then hopefully Stafford's good enough in 2025 to uh, lead a new team. Yeah, I agree. Especially with Seattle being better than people had expected and uh, San Francisco is still San Francisco the Cardinals are not much to worry about at this moment but the division's not it's not like it's not like they play in the NFC South where they can say okay maybe we can win eight games and and take a home playoff game <laughs> yeah I think you guys kind of glossed over one of the key points though of the Jalen Ramsey trade I mean they got Hunter Long from Miami tight end I think he's got <laughs> one career catch in two seasons like I I don't even get why they threw him in there like I don't understand that part of the trade, but I don't know. Maybe he's going to be lethal in this Rams offense. I mean, Cooper Cup kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, he was in the Rams, obviously, for a while, but, uh, you know, he, he he really grew up. So maybe Hunter Long, I don't know, maybe next Travis Kelsey. Who knows? He was he there. was the guy that that ran into McVay right and like knocked his headset off. Was that was that was that him or was that somebody else? It was like it was last season. You saw on the sideline McVay just gets blindsided, like lit up like a linebacker meeting a running back in the a gap. Like it was it was <laughs> yeah like I a, remember a that. Definitely, it obviously wasn't long because he was just traded, but I, I forgot I forgot who that was honestly. But yeah, uh, yeah I guess we'll talk about Miami, the other team that uh, is on the other end of the Jalen Ramsey deal. So they got Ramsey brought in Mike White on a two year deal to. Back up to up, potentially be a starter. Uh, brought back Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, uh, David Long. I thought got way under what I thought he was going to get coming over from Tennessee. I uh, love what Miami did. Um, at least getting Ramsey for what they gave up, I thought, was great value. I'm so excited to watch that defense next year with Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb, Xavier Howard. I'm giving them an A. Yep, spot on. And they're, they're, they're I think they're reaching the, the all-in. They're going all-in uh, spot now. So see if they can make give the Bills a run for their money next year. You guys went with A's? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, what, what, you're lower, I would obviously assume. I'm, I'm, I'm way lower. I mean, they gave Mike White $8 million for over the next two years. It's like, to be a backup for, like, that doesn't really make sense to me. And then well, they gave... Uh, he very well could be starting. You don't really know what two is going to be. He's starting. he's starting unless Tua gets injured. So we're assuming if Tua yeah. is healthy, he's the starter, obviously. But still, Mike White yeah. for $8 million. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. But then they also gave right. not only one running back... A decent sized contract, but two running backs, decent sized contracts. Like they're going to be paying two running backs for the next two years, a total of, uh, I'm going to do some about quick 13, math right now, million. about 14 million. So 7 million a year to, for their starting running back duo, which is, again, you could get Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley for only 10 million a year. I'd rather have one of them than these two combined. So I don't know. I'm uh, a I, little I, I lower than that. them. But I, I, the thing is, like, I know McDaniel, he comes from San Francisco, he likes his running back committees. So I think also his second year now, and he has Waddle, he has Hill. Um, hopefully, two stays healthy because um, one never want to never want to see anybody get injured, and I do want to see uh, if he can take another jump that he seemed to have missed out on a lot of last year. So I don't know. I do like it. They got Ramsey, and their their defenses has some studs there now, and they have a All Pro special teamer Braxton Berrios to come over from the Jets. So they uh, they they. But the deals with the running back contracts, they're not, like, I mean, I think it's like a, like you said, like almost 7 mil per year, but I feel like he had to do that. That, that That's his scheme. That's what he does. So, I uh, think let McDaniel cook. I guess so, yeah. I mean, I'm not too harsh. I'm still going to give them a B plus because I think Ramsey will boost them, although Ramsey kind of fell off a little bit last year, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, but, yeah, they did add a lot of pieces, and you did say they're kind of, like, going all in. So, I'll still give them a B plus, but I don't love three of the offensive moves they made. So next up, we have the Vikings. I had them at a C-. minus. Um, I think they handed out a few big contracts, and they did lose Kendricks and Peterson, although they both seem to have perhaps lost a step in the last couple of years. Uh, they did get Marcus Davenport, so we do know that their defense was subpar last year, so still a very big question mark, so I'm at C-. 
I'm going to go uh, C here. I think it would have been an F if they didn't sign Byron Murphy, if they didn't add a corner and Patrick Peterson left. Now, yeah, like we mentioned, it's a loaded corner class, so we'll see if they uh, draft mm-hmm. one as they should. Uh, they gave Marcus Davenport 13 mil. Um, like you mentioned, Josh Oliver, 7 mil a year for, 20, uh, for over three years. They cut Thielen. We'll see what they do with Delvin Cook. Resign Madison. It's a C-. minus. I don't really love what the Vikings did. Yep. Yeah, I'm just going to keep it as a solid C. You mentioned Byron Murphy. I think that's a really good signing for them. They needed the help at corner. I also think uh, Bradbury at center will be very beneficial for the run game with uh, Madison, possibly Cookstill, and it will help Kirk Cousins in the passing game too. All right. So, uh, Pedro's up next. This is a very Bill Belichick offseason, I feel <laughs> like. Just like, you always have a, the, the couple contracts the Patriots give you. are just like, what? Like, the, that was like the Juju one for me. Um, and the Mike Gusecki deal. They, they, they lost Johnny Smith, but I feel like he was going to kind of go away from that tight end duo after they gave Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith both those giant contracts, like, I think, two years ago. Um, but I gave him a B-. minus. There's no, you know, blockbusters, no crazy big deals, but the Patriots do need um, a wide receiver, especially since they lost Myers, and Juju still looks pretty good, um, and they kept Jonathan Jones, so they did okay. I give him a B-. minus. I'm going to go uh, C-plus here. I think it was interesting uh, just losing Jacoby, bringing in Juju when they could have just kept Jacoby. But um, Juju, you know, I think he's a little bit now probably underrated because a lot of people don't like him. Uh, Gesicki, I thought was fine uh, for just a one-year deal. I think, like, honestly, two years, 20 mil for Jonathan Jones was a great deal. Don't know if I love Jabril Peppers being the safety back there. I always question what the Pats do in the draft and free agency. And I guess Belichick obviously knows what he's doing with the track record he has. Uh, but I was just not as high on the, the Pats free agency. Yeah, I'm going to leave this one at a B-. minus. You mentioned it. You can't discount what Bill Belichick does. He's signing these guys for a reason, so obviously he knows something. I think them signing Riley Reef is a good deal on the offensive line, re-signing Connor McDermott, I think. I think all those offensive line um, additions and retains are really going to help Mac Jones in his development. And Juju Smith, it's not a bad contract at all. We really thought he was going to get a lot more, so I think it's overall pretty good for them. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but the Saints are next, and as you said before, how uh, your firm cap is not real um, <laughs> guy, and they somehow did it again, and this one giving a quarterback $150 million. Uh, I have no idea. Um, I, I Honestly, I'm tempted to just give them an A, just because how do you keep doing this? Like, <laughs> like, like the fact that you're able to field a 53-man roster with with what it, what you see them, their cap numbers every January, I'm like, so you know what? A for the Saints, <laughs> just because because they pulled it off again somehow, and they're competing in the division. So you know what, let them rock. You know what, I was also like, um, when I did this, I didn't have them as high as a grade, and I'm gonna give them an A as well. You make a good point. They got the most important position as a massive upgrade in Derek Carr. He's by far the best quarterback in that division, and that's the most important position. And they got a solid quarterback in Derek Carr. Like a lot of teams would take Derek Carr on their team. They pulled it off. Don't really care about the rest. Um, like Michael Thomas back. Cool, uh, got some D-tackle help in Nathan Shepard and Colin Sanders. But yeah, uh, Derek Carr alone, uh, I'm giving them an A. I'll be a little different. I'll give them an A-. Uh, they did lose a few pieces on their team, obviously, because they didn't have some cap for them. I don't know how they have cap for these guys, but they do. Um, one key signing no one mentioned is Jamal Williams, who signed a three-year deal. He's most likely going to be the starting running back for however many weeks next year because it's assumed Kamara yeah. will be suspended. Suspended, mm-hmm. jail, yeah. caught. Who, who really knows? We have no <laughs> idea what's going on with it. Like, I really have no idea yeah. what's going on. He's just like out there as a huge question mark. So there's a chance Jamal Williams is the starting running back for the Saints next year, and that's not a bad um, fallback option if Kamara can't go for them. So I'll give them an A-. a-. Couldn't bum that. You, you could. You couldn't. You couldn't give him the uh, the A for their, their cap. We can't. We can't all be the same. Oh, all right. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, but got my Giants up next, and uh, I really don't want to sound biased, but like they're an A minus for me. I think Waller was a great ad. He's by far the best weapon that Daniel Jones has ever had. And to touch on the whole thing where he's injury prone, like he has missed games in the last few years. But if you look at guys like um, like Zach Ertz and just pretty much anybody not named Travis Kelsey, um, like George Kittle, like these are like you know high end tight ends. They've missed just as many games. Like I guess. Tight ends, like you just like you know, they, they just get injured a little more than other positions, and you can you know not everybody can be Travis Kelsey and just getting seventeen hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns and being an All Pro every year. So he was really 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 good signing. Uh, I trade with Waller. They gave up the Kadarius Tony 
um, pick, so it was pick 100 in this draft they got from the Chiefs. And they also uh, finally got their middle linebacker, um, and I think it's going to be a fantastic uh, spot for him in the, in the defense. And Wink Martindale's second uh, season in the system. Kafka's still here, although I think Kafka's probably going to be gone next year. They kept they were, got Jones back, and they got Saquon on the tag. I think something's going to happen with Saquon, and I might just toss it out there, like very kind of like low-key possibility that he could get traded if they don't have any sort of, like, agreement on these um, contract talks. Like, you could take a look at, like, the Bills with Dolphins could, could maybe use him. Um, but I think he's probably going to wind up getting a deal similar to Miles Sanders if he signs it. And probably in that three years for, like, between 15 and $20 million now, because he'll be 28, I think, next year. So, but some other, and they brought back Darius Slayton, and they bought back uh, Isaiah Hodgins on a very cheap deal. So, you know, they, they could make some noise. Yeah, I, I'm going to not give them as high as a grade. Uh, I'm going to give them – I was debating between a B or a B plus, but I'll give them a B plus. I like – if Saquon will play on the tag, I love it. I wouldn't commit long-term money to him. Um, and I feel like he is probably going to ask for big-time running back money. Uh, I like the Waller trade. Uh, it's very low-risk um, deal, giving up pick 100 for Waller, and it's definitely worth taking him on. I'll be Okereke, like as a, a – their middle linebacker four-year deal uh I, I like that a lot so I, I love those i don't like the daniel jones signing as much as because i'm not as high as their, uh, daniel jones as some other people but realistically it could be a two-year deal um and then they can end up cutting ties with him so that's not the worst things but just paying 40 mil uh, to him a couple seasons is a lot so i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'll, I'll give it to them and a b plus i think if if they get saquon to play on the tag and um that waller j definitely bumped it up yeah. Also, Dom, before you go, I just got an alert. Uh, Thielen, three years to the Panthers. So, just got Whoa. the uh, just got notification. So, okay. pretty big. So, they replaced DJ Moore, uh, and now they have the first pick, and they got uh, one more weapon for Area 15. How much did he get? Does it say yet, or did uh, the numbers come out? I don't think I, I didn't see the numbers yet. I said, th- I said finalizing three year deal. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing it too. Interesting. Hmm. That um, should be, I mean, that's, yeah, I, that should be I, I a good deal, I think. And they need someone, um, so I guess it's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but yeah, my right, thoughts now, on the Giants. Give me take of the Giants. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna knock it down a little bit. I'm gonna go with a B. Darren Waller, you mentioned he's the best playmaker they've ever, or best weapon, I should say, they've ever had for Daniel mm-hmm. Jones. But besides that, like they still don't have that top tier receiver. They could have tried signing Jacoby Myers or any of the other receivers that were there. Because obviously they didn't go for that much, so they could have gotten them if they wanted. I do like Sterling Shepard coming back. I don't know. I always have a soft spot for him. I don't know why. Like I'm not a Giant fan oh, or yeah, anything. I just like him. I don't know that why. That leader. <laughs> yeah. Um, just uh, he was he was had a good start to the first of the year too, but then he got hurt in the Dallas game and obviously tore his ACL unfortunately. And then I also uh, Matt mentioned it. Daniel Jones getting 40 mil. I just don't like it. It's just the way the NFL works. Once you find your quarterback, you have to pay the guy. So I understand that. I don't love it, but that's just the way the business works. So I'm not going to really uh, go into that too much. So I'm going to keep it as a B, just because I think they're still missing that improved wide receiver core, and they didn't touch on their defense too much besides linebacker. So we'll have to see um, how their defense holds up in year two under Brian Dable. Yeah, I mean, I I wish the uh, I wish the Jones contract was a little less money, but like you said, kind of just they found the quarterback and they want to roll with him, and I trust Dable, so yeah, we'll see what they do next year. So we'll, we'll we'll go on to the Jets, the team they share their stadium with, and they're a little bit of an incomplete as well because we're assuming Aaron Rodgers is their starting quarterback next year. They gave Alan Lazard um, the biggest like free or wide receiver contract basically out there at least in years total um quincy uh williams back on a th- or there to a, on a three-year deal 18 million greg zerline is their kicker solomon thomas uh reuniting with robert sala after playing under him in san fran the jets it's definitely an incomplete and I, i'm assuming they're getting aaron Rodgers. and if they're getting aaron Rodgers for anything like less than a first round pick it's probably an a for me um i'll, I'll stick with an a right now because i'm assuming that's gonna happen and i don't think that they're gonna have to give up a first round pick uh so yeah jets finally get their best quarterback that's been there in how many years so uh jets are gonna get an a for me uh assuming they land aaron Rodgers, even if it's for a first round pick i don't really care <laughs> yeah the jets biggest accomplishment of the past 15 years now is hoping to trade for a 40 year old quarterback so we'll see if it actually finishes if it does go through i have to imagine it's at least this year's first round pick i don't know how much more 
because I don't think either team really has leverage because who else are the Jets going to go sign to play quarterback and what else are the Packers going to do besides cut Aaron Rodgers and just eat the money so I think it, that's why it's at a standstill right now because neither team has leverage however, however weird that sounds um, if Rodgers does get traded I feel like it's got to be at least an A- minus because we saw last year the Jets really kind of were just one quarterback away so maybe that really does elevate them I like the Alan Lazard move uh, they didn't really touch too much on defense besides Williams and Thomas, but their defense was already pretty good last year. So I'm going to leave it at a A- minus for them. Yeah, I have them incomplete right now. And it's I just think this entire situation is, is hilarious because, like, neither team has leverage. Like you said, Rogers has all the leverage. Like, it's like if, like, if... It's the NBA. Basically, <laughs> like, like, basically, if, if he, like, decides that, like, the Packers, like, all right, we, all right, we couldn't get a deal done with the Jets, like... He's like, all right, I'm retiring, and like that's it. Like then he he he, he just like sits back and he's like, I he has all of all of the leverage. So, but I'm, if if they pull it off, which looking like they're going to, um, it's an A for me definitely because then that team is ready to compete for sure with that roster. And I did say A minus. That's only if they get Rodgers. If they don't get Rodgers, it's an F because there's no other quarterback options. So they definitely like screwed themselves over. Oh so yeah, I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I I think it's if you get to put like. A percentage chance, I think, is probably pushing above ninety percent that it just gets yeah, done like very I, soon. Like it's, it, I, I think it's pretty much they're just probably working out like the details and stuff. But I think it's probably like ninety five percent chance this, this deal is done. Yeah, it would be enough for me if they didn't get Rodgers too. Like they probably have to call the Rams and see if they would move like Matthew Stafford or something Stafford. crazy like that. Yeah. So uh, we'll go over here to the state of Pennsylvania where we got two teams there. Um, we're gonna start with the Philadelphia Eagles, who we know we're gonna have a challenging free agency class with a lot of their defensive starters being up there um, to leave. Like uh, we mentioned, T.J. Edwards going to uh, Chicago. Um, we thought maybe Darius Slay was gonna leave. They were able to bring him back. Brought back Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. They brought back James Bradbury, which was huge. Uh, Miles Sanders. We talked about went to Carolina. They resigned. Jason Kelsey. Uh, they brought in Marcus Mariota uh, to be their backup under Hertz. Honestly, with all things given, I think this, the Eagles did a very good job in this free agency with a lot of their guys being up. I also love the Rashad Penny signing. I think like a lot of people are hyping him up to be like a top running back behind that O-line next year if he stays healthy, which is a big if for Penny. I'm going to go and give the Eagles an A-. minus. I think with all their potential guys that could have left i think getting back both their corners was great and i thought they did a solid job um i know that hargrave is going to be a big loss but i think with all things considered they're gonna have to pay hertz they're paying brown they're gonna have to pay devonta smith i'm gonna give them an a minus yeah so initially i was a little bit lower but then i heard your reasoning so i think i'm gonna bump it up a little bit i'm gonna go with the a minus i'm gonna agree with you i originally had them down in the b's but keeping their corners is definitely a huge um, you mentioned the offensive line is so good that the running back doesn't really matter too much, and that's just kind of like my philosophy. If you have a good old line, the running back doesn't matter. They'll be good. So Penny, who Penny when healthy, has been insane if you look at his um, yards per rush numbers. So maybe he'll be great in Philly. And then Travis Kelsey came back. And I also do love the Marcus Mariota signing just because I think he does fit the system well. Like They don't have to change too much if Hurts does get injured again next season, which I obviously hope he doesn't, but just something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I mean, and with a great O-line and a running quarterback like Hurts, the also only helps the run game, and Penny was very, very, very good when he was healthy, but he, he did he break an ankle or something, or a broken foot this year? I think it was a leg injury, or a foot injury, but um, they did a pretty good job bringing the guys back with how many question marks there were, um, so I have him at a B+. Plus. So we'll go over to the other Pennsylvania team, um, my Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they're a team that doesn't normally spend a lot of money in free agency. Last year, they did. Uh, two of the top guys they signed, Mitch Trubisky and Miles Jack, um, basically no longer going to be there uh, next year. But they go out, they bring back Larry Ogunjobi, three years, 21 mil. Thought it was a little bit of an overpay, but they needed to bring him back as the nose tackle. Patrick Peterson, a guy I did not think the Steelers were going to go after as a corner, gave him 14 mil over two years. Nate Herbig and Isaac Sumalo, um, some good guard depth, at least for Herbig and Sumalo's going to start for them love that signing helps out the interior line maybe they don't need to go with their uh, first round pick at o-line because they do have a lot of o-line depth so maybe they look at linebacker or corner cole holmcomb definitely an upgrade over robert spillane there to be the linebacker and a landon roberts as well some linebacker depth i'm gonna give my steelers a b plus um i don't maybe love the peterson signing as much because he's getting up there in age but had a solid year last year for the vikings uh and i think like the sumalo signing definitely helped their uh free agency yeah, I think their biggest need was linebacker, so them signing Holcomb and Roberts definitely was very beneficial for them. 
I used to love Patrick Peterson, but I think he's on the wrong side of 30 now. So, again, it's only seven million years. It's really not awful, but maybe they could have went in a different direction. Uh, I'll give the Steelers a B for this one. Yeah, I think uh, I think a B is pretty spot on, Dom. Definitely could be a B plus. I mean, it's a little interchangeable, and we'll see how the draft goes and uh, if they can continue to improve. Maybe could push that B plus A minus if they really, really, really have a stellar draft. So, pretty good look. Pretty good look for the Steelers with where they are now. Yeah, and I think just losing Sutton to Detroit, they're definitely going to have to go corner uh, with their first pick. I was hoping Joey Porter Jr. is going to be there, but we'll see. Uh, might have to go in a different way. Uh, and then we'll touch the San Francisco 49ers, who I guess it's just the benefit, like just having the benefit of uh, rookie quarterbacks and Purdy and Lance as you could spend money elsewhere. They give Javon Hargrave four years, $84 million. Love that. Uh, beef up their D-line. That D, uh, defense is going to be sick next year. Brought in Sam Darnold. So uh, I guess with Purdy being hurt to start the year, you'd think Lance is going to start. Um, if he's fully healthy, ready to go, and Darnold's going to be the backup. Tashan Gibson um, and a couple other minor signings there. Uh, and Jake Brendel, they gave about $20 million over four years. So I like what the Niners did. Um, they were going to lose some guys because eventually like they're paying like Nick Bosa and Fred Warner, uh, Debo, and Kittle, and a bunch of these other guys, McCaffrey as well. So they weren't going to be able to resign everybody. I think just getting Hargrave was huge for them, uh, and it's going to be a B plus for me. Yeah, I was very surprised the 49ers were able to get a Hargrave away from Philly. I think that's just a great signing. Their defense was already insane. You already mentioned all the guys they have. So for them to get him, I think will just boost their D-line. And I don't know how else to say this, but Sam Darnold is going to somehow start an NFL playoff game next year. I don't know what's going to happen to cause it, but he is somehow going to start and potentially win an NFL playoff game because there's just something with 49ers and random backup quarterbacks. It happens, I mean, you had Alex Smith go down and Kaepernick came up. This past year, Brock Purdy came up. Like, they just, the backup quarterbacks just thrive whenever. So somehow Sam Darnold is going to look like an MVP towards the end of this year, whether it's in the playoffs or not. But just for Hargrave alone, stealing them away from the, top team in the NFC. I'm going to give the 49ers a B-plus here. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I would probably um, perhaps place a future wager on Sam Darnold winning comeback player of the year, because apparently to win <laughs> these days, all you got to do is just be horrible, and then then you're good, you know. <laughs> and then and then, and then then you just win comeback player of the year. So, like, if, if, if there's a little... I'm sure you probably get a, a decent line on that, but um, no, nah, I, I, I do think probably about... I'd probably say a B or a B-plus... Um, with all the big extensions and the big contracts they already had to be able to bring in Hargrave um, for a large contract. You get over $80 million. Uh, so definitely solid offseason, and not like they needed to improve much. They were already basically the most complete roster in football. Yeah, just them losing uh, McGlinchey as well is going to hurt, so uh, maybe you got to take that into yeah. consideration also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, 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 but... So sorry, Tom, what were you saying? I was going to say that it, that being... Um, the big, it is a big loss, but that really is like the only significant loss that they had. So they they brought in Hargrave, who was solid, and um, see where they go. I think they're probably still going to win thirteen games again next year. Like I'm not, I don't think anybody's worried about them. I don't know one team that might, you know, might have their number. The Seattle Seahawks stay in the AFC West. They did improve a little bit, in my opinion. They retained Geno Smith. If if he plays the same way he did, they should be fine to make the playoffs next year. They really beefed up their D line by saying by signing uh, Draymond Jones from the Broncos, three years, 50 mil. It's a pretty good contract for a young D-tackle. And they got Jaron Reed also on D-tackle. So that was their number one key need, in my opinion, It was defensive line. And I think that that definitely um, was fixed, at least for now. I think in the draft they should still possibly go D-end and just really, 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 really boost that D-line because you mentioned the 49ers run game uh, previously. It's very good, so that's one thing they have to look out for. Um, so overall with the Seahawks, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them, I'll give them a B just because they didn't really add too much besides Geno Jones and Reed, but still, I think those guys are good enough to warrant a B. Yeah, I think, I think a B is pretty spot on there. That's actually what I had for them as well. So I'm going to actually go uh, a little bit higher. Maybe I'm just being generous, but I'm going to give them an A minus. Uh, I just think like the Geno contract was solid. Um, I would have maybe loved if they were going to be in the Stroud or even Richardson sweepstakes, but probably giving Geno three years is not going to be looking like they're going to go after quarterback in the draft but I think Draymond Jones is a big signing for them on their D-line and Jaron Reed too and I'm loving like what they're going to be able to do in the draft with their first round pick and the um, first round pick that they got in the Russell Wilson trade so yeah I really liked what the Seahawks did 
Yeah, so next up we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who kind of shocked everybody by retaining Jamel Dean four years for 52 mil. It's a pretty cheap contract for a who was arguably one of the best cornerbacks on the market. So that was a good deal by them. And they also signed Baker Mayfield to be who I assume is their starting quarterback next year. I doubt he's really going to have competition from Kyle Trask, so I assume Baker's <laughs> the starter next year. And I'm still a fan of Baker. I still think if you give him um, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they just got to you know fix the O-line a little bit. But other than that, I think he could thrive in that offense. And overall, I'm going to give the Bucks a B-plus just because they also didn't have much money to work with and didn't really screw themselves at all this offseason. They kind of kept everything uh, good. Yeah, I mean, it's like I kind of like want to give them like a B-plus, but like uh, I guess I'm like you. I, 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 I'm, not a, I'm not a Baker guy. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I think he's, I think he's kind, of, uh, kind of bad. But... We shall see this year, like you said, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and looks like Rashad White's going to be the starting running back. Olan's a little shaky. Um, I would say the weapon set is comparable to his weapons in uh, Cleveland, so we'll see how he goes. But I mean, super league division, so he can wind up squeaking out a few more wins than than we expect to. And I feel like we all kind of just wrote off the Bucks for signing Jamel Dean, but. Like he was a pretty a pretty early signing, I think he was. They just gave him the bag, and that was it. I guess he wanted to stay. They also brought back Levante David for a one year deal. Seems like he's lost a step, but one year seven mil for a veteran starting linebacker that knows your system, pretty good. I'm gonna be uh, maybe harsher. I don't know. I'm gonna go B minus two. Uh, the Bucks here, like Dean, we mentioned, great signing, great value. I was surprised they actually got him back, um, and I thought it was a good contract too. Uh, like you guys mentioned, Levante David, one year, seven mil. Um, we'll see what happens with um, Devin White. I don't know uh, if he's end up gonna be moved or get um, a new deal, or is gonna be back next year. Don't love Baker. Um, also in that uh, crowd, maybe I'm trying to think like if they would be better off like not even being better next year like um, don't bring back Dean don't bring back David and just tank for Caleb or Drake May because uh, I'm sure that's what they're kind of low-key hoping for because um, I think if Baker just ends up winning them maybe an extra game or two it could really uh, end up hurting the future if they can't go after Caleb or uh, Drake May hey, you never know Gino turned it around after a while so maybe Baker will nice show. <laughs> it, I, yeah, I mean, I, Baker getting a, a hundred million dollar contract I would just be like you know what we don't. Nobody knows what's going on anymore. That's that. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they traded away Shaq Mason, so their O line's going to be a little bit iffy too going next year. But I mean, he's going to have Chris Godwin. He's going to have Mike Evans. He's going to have Rashad White. Like he might do all right. We shall see. Yeah, so he did win that game for the Rams this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so next up, we have the Tennessee Titans, who their biggest need was offensive line. They signed Andre Dillard away from the Eagles, which is a pretty good signing for them. Besides that, not much happened. They signed Arden Key for their defensive line. But again, that's really it. Uh, they didn't really do much. They're kind of just in the middle ground. I mean, they have Ryan Tannehill's huge contract, which kind of hurts them a little bit. They have Derrick Henry getting up there in age. They're kind of running out of time with him. They didn't do much, too much in the short term to really improve them. So I'm just going to give them a C. I do love the signing of tackle, but other than that, nothing really happened. They didn't really improve their wide receiver corps too much. So just a C for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I have had him to see minus. It seems that they are putting all their trust in Trellen Burks. I like Trellen Burks. I think Trellen Burks is very good. Um, he showed some flashes when he was in last year. Unfortunately, he got hurt, missed some games. But like you said, big contract from Tannehill. And I think they probably know that they're not in a, in a position to contend for a Super Bowl like they may have thought maybe two years ago. Um, Henry might get traded, so I have him at a C minus. There's a lot of question marks there. I think they will probably, as they sit now, maybe like an eight-win team. I think I've been too generous here. I'm going to give like the <laughs> Titans, like just the recent teams, I'm going to give the Titans a D plus. Uh, I don't love what they did at all. Uh, I thought there was just so many different position uh, groups that they needed to add. And yeah, Tannehill's big contract kind of hurts them in um, that field. Like, I don't know if I love Dillard for three years, 30 mil. Um, Arden Key as well. So we'll see what happens uh, with them in the draft. They're... God, uh, they're in a weird position. Uh, you, you would assume the Jaguars are going to win the division again next year. But the Titans, you know, they could be all right. They could hang around there. But I think if a team is willing to give them a first-round pick, like a late first for Derrick Henry, you hop on that. Um, even if it's a valuable second, I would do that. I don't think the Titans are going to be good next year. Um, and I think they're a team that should probably tank for Caleb Williams or Drake May as well. Yeah, so then the last team we have is the Washington Washington Commanders, who their biggest signing they were able to re-sign Darren Payne after they originally franchise-tagged him. Huge deal for defensive tackle, four years, 90 mil. They also signed Kobe Brissett, which could he be the starting quarterback next year? I mean, it's right now it's just him and Sam Howell, so 
they've already said Howell's the quarterback, but you don't just give Jacoby Brissett $10 million to sit on the bench. So maybe he comes in to start. And they also signed Andrew Wiley to be their one of their offensive tackles. Uh, only $8 million a year. It's a very good deal for someone of uh, his skill set. So them retaining Payne, I think, definitely was the key point. And because of that, I'm going to give them a B plus. Yeah, I ha- I have them at a B minus. They did assign uh, Giants legend David Mayo um, to <laughs> hold down their defensive uh, core, but yeah, the Darren Payne uh, obviously huge contract, but you gotta give you gotta pay him. He's a, a talent that's been on your team, and you were able to keep him there, so good for them. And they also got Nick Gates over from the Giants. He's very cool story. Um, he actually against Washington, I believe, on the Thursday night game last year, he had like a really bad uh, broken leg. And he made it back and played a few games this year. But cool story, but he's not, you know, he's no uh, Zach Martin. So <laughs> I'm going to go uh, B. I mean, uh, B minus, yeah. sorry. B minus. Yeah, I was also going to say I also have them in a B minus. Um, I really love the pain. Um extension um they definitely had to resign him uh, i just uh, i don't know i'm not a fan of reset and how is your quarterback deal and they're a team that also hasn't had like a franchise quarterback i guess it's since like the cousin size rg three days so i'm gonna go and give them a b minus just because like i don't know they didn't really address that uh they didn't really have to uh like address their skill position guys like maybe if they were in on the tight end market that would have been cool uh to see just for some stability there um and they're gonna be an interesting team on draft night as well so uh yeah we basically just wrapped through grades for all 30 teams, a lot kind of um, will be decided on what happens with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, what happens with Aaron Rodgers, um, and then we have the draft coming up as well, which is really exciting. It's about a month away, so we'll see if any trades are... Um, we'll still see where like OBJ ends up and, and some of these other free agents that are still on the market. Uh, so yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed. you guys have anything else to say before we sign off? Nope. No, I'm just looking Not forward for- to see uh, what happens with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Who knows if it's going to be days, weeks, or months until something gets done. <laughs> It'll be late August. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's like the week before the season starts because yeah, neither team really has much leverage. Is the Jets are desperate for a quarterback, and the Packers like oh, Rodgers isn't going to play for them. So yeah, uh, thank you guys all for watching. Make sure uh, if you're on YouTube, uh, you go to the Spotify link um, or just the podcast links in the description. And if you're uh, listening on um, Spotify, like you can go and watch our video version on YouTube as well, where you can see like the visuals of the teams we're talking about as well as the grades that we gave out. So yeah, thank you guys all for watching and listening, and we'll catch you all in the next one. Peace. See you guys. See ya.